You are listening to ACPN. Welcome to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where we go back in time and randomly select movies to review. My name is Matt Morris. Today, I'm joined by Gabe Whitehurst. And we're talking about a super special movie to me (laughs) in my heart. But before we get to that, a few announcements. Our contest, this is the last week for this. We will be announcing the winner next week when we talk about the next film that we're doing. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, oh, that was weird. <laughs> I liked it, though. I got excited. I don't know. <laughs> so at this point, uh, we're recording this and the other episode in the same day, so we still only have three entries. And like I said, if you enter, you immediately have a 100% higher chance to win a gift card immediately. than you did before. So all you have to do is go on iTunes, now known as Apple Podcasts, review, leave a five-star review, and uh, write something out for us, something nice, and then just screenshot it and send it to us on the Gmail at Rewind Cinema Podcast, or you can just add us on Twitter and Facebook at Rewind Cinema Pod. Uh, Also, we will put an extra name in if you show us that you're subscribed. I don't know how you would do that in the app that you have, but you can screenshot that as well and send it to us. Another way just to get an extra name in there. Can I ask you a question? Sure. When you say they can add us, yeah. is that their entry to win? Or do you mean add us on those venues and send us a screenshot there? Like at A-T. Oh, you can at us. Yeah, like just add us and add the picture on Twitter and Facebook. At us. Because I at thought you us. were saying if you add us, if you follow us, that that's like an entry. So I wanted to clarify. Like no. if you add us to your... At, if you at if you, us. Why don't you say if you at mention us? If you, that is more appropriate. If you at mention us on Twitter or Facebook. Perfect. And attach the picture. Because I thought you were saying add. No. At. At a butt. Ding, ding, ding. Boom, boom. What is happening? I don't know, man. We're on some weird energy right Matt now. Matt is obsessed with that meme, and it's in my head right now. <laughs> I don't know how I could tell you to find it, but just look up boom, boom. Look find up it. Uh, rapper freestyle. I don't know what it is. It's the best. Anyway, that's our contest. This is the last week. This is the last time we'll bother you about it. But as always, if you leave us a review after this, we'll read it on the air. We'll get your words out there. Similar, similarly, 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 we have a voicemail. You can call us at 908-768-2636. We will put your recording on the air. You can get your voice on the voice waves. You can get your voice at the airwaves. The sound machine. You can call in and just say poom poom and we will put you on if you want. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Say whatever you want. Yeah. But that's really it. Uh, I did pull an article for us to talk about today. I uh, thought it was interesting. I. 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 Oh, right. I. I. <laughs> so there's something in the air. Right you know now. what it is? It's this movie. My carbon monoxide. Is, it, it, it's this movie, dude. It is that giant bowl that we smoked actually right before this. <sighs> not really, Pastor John Stark. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not no. really. But this is a movie about guys who smoke weed. So yeah. I think I think the movie vibes are affecting mm, us. Yeah, probably. But the uh, article is called The Lion King Stampede Scene Took Three Years to Complete, which is a very um, interesting title. I don't know. It's just like, I couldn't <laughs> think a, of a better one. A little too long. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, may, yeah. Yeah. By Joe Deckelmeyer for ScreenRant.com. Fake name. Yeah, probably. He was embarrassed with that title. The gist is that 
this was the early days of CGI, right? So the Lion King was what, like 94? 95? Goodness, yeah. I long, think Aladdin was ago. 92. Yeah, I don't Lion know. King, yeah. A long time ago, early 90s. So CGI is a brand new thing at this point. 94, you're right. 94. So technology had to be made yeah. for this. If you don't know the movie, there's a stampede scene. All these wildebeests are running through this canyon. And a character falls and dies and gets trampled by the wildebeest. Epic scene. Epic scene. One of the most famous scenes very, in cinema very history. Classic. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Very ominous uh, moment before the wildebeest yeah. run over the canyon wall and down the canyon. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Very defining moment for a child watching that. Like, it was a cool... Uh, this is what humanity is, <laughs> you know? This is life. Yeah. All right? This uh, is like somebody climbing on top of you to get on that corporate ladder. And man. then they do immediately teach you about death. So Yeah, it's good. But I remember seeing it as a kid and, and thinking, wow, that, that's really cool. And you, yeah. could, you could tell it was CGI. The CGI mm-hmm. was like new. Yeah. Like a new thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was brand new. So new, in fact, like I said, technology had to be made. So they made what's called an avoidance program. And it made the wildebeests veer away from each other when they were running in huh. a natural way. Because if you look at it and you watch the movie, it looks like it was hand-drawn, which a lot of the figures were, but there's like something behind the scenes that's giving them a logic. Interesting. That keeps them from having to animate every frame in a way that makes it look natural. Instead, these computer-generated beasts... So they run like, in a way that looks natural. They're like AI. Yeah. Basically like video yeah. game AI software. Yeah. Which is so cool. 1994. Yeah. Disney's got the money, man. Seriously. And it took three years to make that scene. Yeah. Uh, well, Im- impressive uh, the dedication on three years. It's a special movie. It's a great movie. But um, I wonder how long it would take now. Oh. Right? Like no time at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it would take like maybe six months. Yeah. If that. Like maybe. Because they make Pixar movies and like... Right. They they go from pre to post in like a year and a half, two yeah. years now. I mean, animation has come so far yeah. because this was this was drawn hand drawn movie, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, except for the sequence, but um, yeah. well, I mean, the models were still hand drawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but they they wrote software into a a, yeah. a movie, so um, it's pretty mind blowing when you think about it because yeah. I still don't even have a grasp really how that works. Some people were doing it like twenty something years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. It is insane. And speaking of Pixar. Incredibles 2 coming soon, man. Really? So, you didn't know? No, I didn't know that. I think it comes out in 2018. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, I can get down with that. 10 year hiatus between uh, one and two. A lot better than freaking like cars movies good, coming out the of good your dinosaur. Butt everywhere. Like, wow. Yeah. I never get into cars. Is, is it good? Cars was one of those that looked like it was strictly meant for kids. But a lot of Pixar movies kind of bridge the gap very well. Yeah. If you think about uh, okay. Toy Story, if you think about, you know. The yeah. Incredibles. Yeah. There's a lot of things in there for adults. Yeah, The Incredibles is amazing. I love that movie, and I'm, I'm excited yeah. for That makes me happy. But my question to you, Gabe, is could you ever work on anything for three years? Dude, I worked on my freaking jump shot for three years, <laughs> and it did not get any better. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, uh, you were drafted in the first round and just yeah. absolutely tanked. I had a shoe deal and everything, and it was just like just completely Too down the pressure. drain yeah i couldn't handle it yeah um three years i you know i i don't i'm sure you could if i was getting paid maybe. Yeah. yeah if it was if it was with obviously the end goal of this film in mind but if it was a personal development thing uh i, I don't know that's a great question we can't expect any like gabe shorts coming anytime yeah, soon animated no. written by gabe i don't think so uh i can <laughs> I, I i write 
I write fun poems for kids every now and then, and I can mm. work on one of those for a while. But yeah. three years is uh, that would have that'd be the perfect poem. <laughs> that's writer's block right there. <laughs> uh, um, Are you T. S. Eliot over there? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Three years is a long time. I don't know. What about you? Yeah, I think if oh, I was working as a larger part of a team, but even then, I would think I would go insane. Well, how long have you been working on your on your rap career? Uh, since day one. <laughs> but that's just natural. So, so like these flows, yeah. they're so real. So that's like twenty seven years. Twenty seven years almost. Wow. Yeah. But you know, that like that's just second nature. When yeah. when I get in the studio That comes out of you. I dude. go to another place. Yeah, that's you let like you you're just a vehicle yeah. for the words because they're flowing out. Yeah. It's like speaking in tongues, you're but a faucet uh, it's that, hot fire. It's <laughs> <laughs> who who the five best rappers alive? Uh, Matt, 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 Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, good question. I, I wish I had a better answer for you, but um, I think you could. Yeah, you know. Uh, but in this case, sure. I mean, we hear that all the time. This movie, we hear it less and less. Yeah, because now movies are getting made. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's actually a great point. That thank you, Gabe, for for coming up with that. You're, I'm a genius. We hear that less and less these days. That was implied. I'm always implying that you're a genius. Well, thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you used to hear, you know, this movie was, this took us 10 years to make. Mm -hmm. And you, I didn't consider in the old days, well, sure, that's like scripts, editing, like some of that is not really the movie being made, but it's the process. Yeah. But um, three years for a sequence, yeah. We hear that about video well, games now. Um, if you think about like Unforgiven, like Clint Eastwood got that movie the script in like the late 70s oh really and he held on to it and yeah. was like give me 10 years to get older okay so i can do this at the right age which i don't think would happen today people would the money would just stop like somebody would forget about it and yeah. have other projects so or, obviously he wanted to make it yeah and he made it happen we don't have that kind of patience in hollywood anymore it's kind of it's kind of sad yeah except uh boyhood happened Boyhood, and Good it example. did terribly. <laughs> <laughs> it did? I thought people liked that movie. Oh, I mean, critics liked it, yeah. but in terms of like uh, public response, yeah. they did, it didn't I, do well. I can see that. Um, I liked it. There's, I some it there's some dedication for you. But where's Girlhood? Right? I'm, out, I'm outraged. <laughs> I think there is a movie called Girlhood, though. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's dumb. Do some, is it the same idea? It's not. No, it's not. Oh, okay. This, that's the only movie of its type, I think, that has yeah. been filmed okay. over that long. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Boyhood, Flew to Texas the other day. Ethan Hawke was on my flight. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. He was like in security line at LaGuardia with us and regular yeah. people security line. Yeah. Super early in the morning. Um, and then he disappeared. And right as we were boarding, he shows up and hops in and, you know, goes first class. But I was like, oh, Ethan. <laughs> um, Probably going to Texas to work with Link later on something because they're buddies and he's from Texas. They are friends. Yeah. Uh, fun facts. <laughs> I don't know if the friend that I'm referencing listens to the show, and I'm not going to say their name on the air. But I had a friend who used to act like Ethan Hawke was their cousin. <laughs> That's a good bit. <laughs> Until we called them out on it, and they just stopped talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird thing to do. To this day, I still think about it sometimes. Like, what a weird thing to say. Kids, but uh, we were in high school, so I was like, yeah, I guess that's a normal thing for high school. Kids do today. that, man. Yeah. I, I grew up with this kid named Taylor Kerr. I don't know what happened to him. You have no problem saying their name. <laughs> yeah, but this was elementary school. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I don't... 
I don't know if he. I don't even know if he exists. If he exists, if he, he may not have even been real. He may have just been in my imagination. Probably. But he always said Steve Kerr was his cousin. Really? <laughs> yes. And this was back like when Steve Kerr was like was still big, yeah. on the Bulls. Yeah. And now he's a coach. But I was yeah. like, is he your cousin? Maybe he was. <laughs> yeah. But those are two really weird celebrities to lie about. It, it, it just made me. Even at the time as a kid, I was like. You don't have to do this for me to like you. Like yeah. I'll be your friend. Yeah. So man, <laughs> insecurity. I don't know. I don't know. I just still think it's funny. Uh, if you're listening right now, you know who you are, and <laughs> you can have a good laugh about it. Yeah. If that's a bit that he was doing at like intentionally because he's a comedic genius, Ooh, I that's don't know. funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of comedic genius, today we are talking about a a 420 Blaze It movie. Just incredible. I this is a guilty pleasure for me. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. We get caught, you are taking the blame. This is not my idea. We're not gonna get caught, okay? We're gonna go get baked and then go eat just like we planned. Now just calm down. We gotta find the pharmacy. Doctor Patel! Think Thank God I found you. We have an emergency. Nurses, I need these two doctors scrubbed, gloved, and ready for the OR flash. What the hell is going on? He probably thinks I'm my brother, okay? Just don't worry about it. Leave the talking up to me. It's a godforsaken bloodbath. The patient was brought in by EMS five minutes ago. As you can see, we have three horrific gunshot wounds. It's a good thing I found you two. All the other surgeons are working on other patients. No, 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 no. It's been a mistake, you see. Uh, excuse me. What Dr. Lee is trying to say is that we need to sedate the patient or he could go into cardiac arrest. All right, I'll get the anesthesiologist. Hang on a second, nurse. Well, we should probably use is marijuana. That'll sufficiently sedate the patient for surgery. Marijuana? We don't have time for questions. We need marijuana now, as much of it as possible. Like a big bag of it. But doctor, we don't have marijuana in this hospital. Shit. Oh, shit! This guy's gonna die! Doctor, you've gotta do something or we're gonna lose him! I'm gonna have to do this the old-fashioned way. Start the nitrous, please. Give me two large four IVs and start a ringer's lactate push. Doctor, roll deep, hold this. Like I said, Guilty pleasure for me. I actually enjoy this movie and I had a fun time watching it. Yeah. Um, some actors you may know, John Cho, Cal Penn, Neil Patrick Harris is in this. There are a few other names that are kind of B-list actors. And at the time, Neil Patrick Harris was actually a B-list actor in this movie. He still wasn't you know, the star that he is today, thanks to um, How I Met Your Mother and all the Tony stuff that he does now. Yeah. He's been on Broadway multiple times since. Yep. Uh, but yeah, John Cho and Cal Penn are kind of the focus. Not around as much, John Cho more than Cal Penn, um, but yeah. two very gifted actors. I think they're both yeah. very good. I wish we saw Cal Penn more because he's very natural in this movie, like very comfortable. Yeah, and um, very funny. It's great comedic timing. Yeah, he was good. So yeah. I, I, I kind of wish we saw him more. I like this movie a lot too. I didn't think I would. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just going to be really stupid, and it has it definitely has stupid moments, but it has a lot of poignant moments too. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's some good commentary. Good commentary and. Really quirky humor, mm-hmm. and I liked it. It's dirty. It's a dumb stoner movie, but it it was good. Don't don't be so derogatory, Gabe. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. So All right, uh, the director is Danny Liner, and he directed Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, which, which they, is a worse version of this movie. Yes, which uh, they reference in this movie. Too. They reference in this movie. I just remember that was a quote I would say all the time. Like, dude, yeah. where's my car? Dude, everyone said that. I thought it was so funny. Not anymore. The budget for this movie was $9 million. Dirt cheap. 
It grossed $23 million worldwide, so it did pretty well because you're probably not paying John Cho or Cal Penn or Neil Patrick Harris or anybody very much. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Yeah. So it's just one of those quick turnaround, like a horror movie. You make it for very little scratch. You make a lot of money on it. You pay your actors very little. The tagline is, fast food, high times. Hey. <laughs> hey. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it's a good one. Trivia, as a thank you for all of the free advertising the film gave them, White Castle arranged to have collectible Harold and Kumar cups at all locations during the film's release. Nice. It makes this the first time an R-rated comedy is advertised on fast food containers. Interesting that they they literally wrote this script just because they wanted White unsolicited. Castle. Yeah, unsolicited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that part of me, I was like, is this like a whole thing from Advertising? Castle? <laughs> like, that's weird. It didn't feel that way, though. Yeah, it didn't. And, yeah. and so that's interesting. And again, would that happen today? Probably not. No, because I, I, I'm sure they would have gotten sued. Yeah. So, yeah. Although, cool. if you have one of those cups, I'm sure nobody listening has one of those cups. Can you please like take a picture of it or something? Yeah. I just want to like see it. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, sure I could find I'm, it on Google. I'm going to Google but, it right now. Yeah. But that, that's a really cool campaign. And White Castle, very good. Dude, Very this good. movie made me want White Castle so There was one down the street bad. from us. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I, oh, I really want White Dude, Castle. we're so high right now. After this, we'll just go get some White Castle. Mom, we are not high right now. <laughs> Matt is kidding. Please don't believe me. That is something a paranoid high person would say. <laughs> <laughs> some ratings for this movie. Uh, 64 on Metascore, 7.1 on IMDb. Three stars from Ebert. Higher than I was expecting, quite honestly. 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, which is fair. I think this is one of those movies that's like, it's a weird phenomenon. It's, it's like, I shouldn't like this movie, but I do. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It, it's very. I don't. I don't either. It's just you. Just like it. Just like it, man. It's, even though it is dirty and it has very crude humor, obviously it's got all the like old road trip type mm-hmm. Tom Green type movie humor, boobs and like the f word every two seconds and whatever. But mm-hmm. it has some funny moments. Yeah, and like I said, it's special. Well, let's talk about those funny moments, Gabe. Quick trivia. I forgot mine. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. The defecation sounds from the women's bathroom scene <laughs> were real. Yeah. And apparently they were recorded at a truck stop by one of the film's sound technicians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to talk about that in the scene, but it's really a good job because they are disgusting sounds. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. It's pretty unnerving. All right. Sorry. I didn't know you had that trivia for later, but. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just step on me. It's fine, dude. Okay. So uh, Harold, who's played by John Cho, his boss is just going to make him stay over the weekend and work on a few things. He just works for like, I don't know, an accounting firm or, you know, he's like a, he's like a he's an investment banker, investment banker. Yeah. Okay. Something it, in finance. His yeah. boss gives him his work so yeah. his boss can leave and go on a trip to Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, but I, he plays, I, I think. Uh, Not Vegas, like somewhere. Yeah, he's going to party for the weekend. Yeah. He has a friend that's like, just give it to one of your lackeys. Yeah. They'll do it for you, man. Right. So uh, already we're kind of learning that Harold might be a little bit of a pushover. Uh, but then we get introduced to his roommate, who his name is Kumar and is played by Cal Penn. He's interviewing for med school. He doesn't really care about it. Uh, he gets a phone call, but he takes a phone call during the interview and it's from Harold. And he kind of talks and he, he cusses on the phone call yeah. in the room with uh, the guy who's interviewing him, who is um, uh, uh, Fred Willard. Uh, Fred Willard. Very funny, yes. And um, he's just talking about weed in the open. His tie is undone. Yeah. His shirt's like unbuttoned to the second button. Talking about how he wants to get really high tonight yeah. and hang out. And he's 
f this and f that and the the interviewer is horrified fred willard's like horrified he's like you're i'm not letting you into this program no way yeah yeah and immediately i remembered why i think this movie was successful is because we have two polar opposites that we know are going to be together the entire movie yeah harold's a pushover kumar is more of a free and easy kind of funny guy yes so that's a really good dynamic um harold's kind of a nerd we know that but he has a crush on his neighbor as well which is kind of a through line that doesn't really go anywhere um but to me it almost felt like it was making fun of those relationships in the movies so yeah. i kind of liked it i was gonna say it's very it happens a lot in, in a lot of movies so yeah it, it gives it a little cute romantic thing but it's not that important but no. yeah it just uh-huh. helps develop harold i guess mm-hmm. uh he comes home and he sees there's a there's a scene where kumar is trimming his pubic hair <laughs> with these scissors and the only reason i mentioned this is because there were some really bad dubbing issues in this scene did you see it uh i noticed it a little bit yeah, yeah. Um, it's really and, and, bad. Like once or twice in the movie, I hate dubbing issues. I don't know why they happen. I know that's for a reason, but whatever. He must have delivered the line incorrectly, Something. or maybe their audio cut out at that time. But they could have done a better job. Yeah, they could have like reshot it. How hard uh, that re-record be? that yeah. two or three times. Get <laughs> yeah. a good take. Yeah. It was really bad. Um, so they get baked and watch TV, and a White Castle commercial comes on TV. As they're debating where to eat. So they're like, yes. let's go to KFC. No, we had KFC last week. Let's go to you know Popeye's. No, I don't want any fried chicken. Uh, and then White Castle comes on. So that's our inciting incident. We know that Harold and Kumar now have to go to White Castle because they're, they're high out of their minds. Yes. And then there's also a surprise cameo in this scene from David Krumholtz, who, if you don't know him, he was Bernard in A Santa Claus. <laughs> yes, he was. He's one of those actors that just kind of shows up. He pops up in a lot of stuff. You're he's always a good surprised. Actor. Yeah. Uh, I think he's on a TV show, like a cop show now. Probably. But, um, yeah. It's good to see him. Mm-hmm. Bernard the Elf. Bernard the Elf. <laughs> good old Bernard. So they're on their way out. They tried to convince their friends to come with them, but they're watching a movie. I can't remember what it was, but... <laughs> I think it's made up. Um... I don't know. There's somebody's boobs in it. So like, we got to stay in Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes boobs. They yeah. say they're, they're going to show them. So we, we have to see, we this. have to stay and yeah. watch them. They're also smoking. So Ridiculous. everyone's really high. <laughs> and then they handled them losing their cell phone in a really funny way. Yes. Cause that's always a problem in movies. Like, like, Oh, we don't get any cell phone reception out here in the wilderness. So, all right. It's no more cell phones. But in this one, uh, they, they're walking out, they're getting on the elevator. Kumar says, Oh wait, I left my cell phone. And you see the camera pan back, and they've maybe walked like 15 feet, but it looks like an eternity. Yeah. And then uh, they're like, they look at it for a second, like, ah, oh, never mind, just leave it. Yeah. Well, he, it doesn't. I. It doesn't look like an eternity. That's why it's funny because they've literally walked down the hall. Mm. He's like, oh, I left my phone. Should I go get it? And Kumar goes, No, we've we've come too far. Yeah, we've come too we've far. We've gone too far. <laughs> and they keep going. That's such a good way to yeah, handle it. Very good. Um. So. I also wrote a note. They're 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 on their way to uh, White Castle in a car now, and they have a thirty-five cent toll road. Is that how yeah. much tolls cost in two thousand four? Maybe, maybe back oh, in the day. Man, I would say yes because I appreciated the accuracy of this movie. Like, um, it takes place in Hoboken mm-hmm. and in in New Jersey. The whole movie's in New Jersey, which was like, oh, cool, it's close by. But you see the signs for Hoboken. He has trouble parking in the beginning. Unlike Spider-Man, where the train scene goes through the New York and doesn't make sense. But yeah. so maybe, maybe it was real. Thirty-five maybe. cents. Man, now it's like a dollar fifty minimum. I wish. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. Ooh, the good old days, right? Yeah, man. So they take a side road to Newark because um, Harold gets nervous the cops are going to catch them, 
because they run the toll. Oh, yeah, they, so they get stuck at the toll. They don't have enough money for the toll. There are people honking behind them. And Kumar just like lays pedal to the metal <laughs> and runs through the the uh, toll road. And then Harold's afraid of the cops, so he like takes over the wheel and turns them, and they go to Newark, which is only for them to make this small joke about how dangerous Newark is. Okay, yeah, so, it's funny. Yeah, they go in, and then they see these guys that look exactly like them. They're like, hey, those guys look like <laughs> us. Like just like us. And they get the crap beaten out of them right in front of them, and so they zoom off. That's when the humor is just like, you realize how silly and funny it is. It's just these two guys walking, and they're like, wow, interesting. Those guys look just like us. And then <laughs> the, the camera moves over like slightly, and these guys just start getting hit with baseball, <laughs> baseball bats. Baseball <laughs> bats, they get kicked. And uh, then the, they kind of like scream for a second in the car, and then everyone stops and looks at them, yeah. and they just like keep beating yeah, them up. Go, yeah. It's pretty good. So they show up where they thought that the White Castle was, but now it's a burger shack, which is a fictitious, uh, you know, generic burger place. The cashier, who is played by um, Anthony Anderson, Anthony Anderson, made me laugh a lot. Yeah, I love this scene. <laughs> he tells them that there isn't one there anymore, and he kind of whispers to them, and he's like, "Hey, there's one in Cherry Hill." Yeah. So like, okay, we'll go there. And he's like, "Do you guys want anything? You want any chili?" <laughs> they said they said oh yeah what's in the chili and he says oh. like he's like oh it put semen in it no it, sort of <laughs> but like but it's not that weird he it's pretty weird well no the scene is weird but he um <laughs> he he realizes that they want to go to white castle yeah and he says there's one in cherry hill and they're like are you sure and he's like do i look like the type of brother who <laughs> wouldn't be sure about yeah, something like that because he's yeah. big and fat um so that's really funny and then they just like argue amongst themselves about wanting to go. And Anthony Anderson then really wants to go. Yeah. And he's like, out of nowhere, he's like, let's, let's burn this mf -er down. Yeah. And, he, and he like runs away and turns the freaking restaurant upside down. He's like, let's burn this effer down. <laughs> it's so funny and random and weird. Yeah. And then he comes back. And like none of the people inside the restaurant care. He comes back to the window. He's like, so you guys want some... Uh, some food <laughs> some chili and they're like no and he's like yeah you, you know what you wouldn't have wanted it and they're like why and he's like we put something special in it it's just weird it's very strange yeah and it turns out to be animal semen it's funny though because he says there's semen in it and Harold and Kumar go oh and he goes it's animal semen yeah. and they scream and drive off which is like it, apparently it's worse <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I guess it's just gross grosser just, yeah there's just tons of these small jokes that weird Pointless. Maybe aren't really that funny, but in context, I don't know. They're just all really funny. Yeah, like talking about this scene, if I were listening to this episode, I'd be like, that sounds really vulgar and dumb. Yeah. But Anthony Anderson is really funny. Yeah. In this scene. The and performances it, are solid. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's very like oddball, like Monty Python slash, it's not Monty Python style, but it's like that type of humor a little yeah. bit. I don't know. It's, it's just weird. It's just yeah. odd. Weird humor. humor. Like wet, hot American summer weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Cherry Hill's about an hour drive, so we know that's how far they have to go. Uh, so Kumar wants to go to Princeton to get a girl that's interested in Harold to give them weed, so he, he thinks that she might have a connection on the campus. So they go to Princeton. Kumar buys weed from this really lame, kind of sketchy drug dealer. <laughs> Stoner that kid. You, yeah, that you would think would probably be dealing pot in college. Yeah. Um, and then there's also these two co-eds that walk by and they see him buying weed and like, can we smoke Are a bowl? Are you guys about to smoke weed? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're British. I don't know why they're British, but they just had to be British. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay. 
But um, so Harold or Kumar like plays it cool and is like, yeah, I'll see you in your room at, you know, whatever time. And they just kind of part ways. Yeah. He like hits on him and thinks they're going to get laid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Harold's admirer that they went to go see uh, wants him to go to a party that she's going to. So the joke is, is that all these Asians at Princeton kind of <laughs> hang out together and they're all nerdy, right? Yeah. They're all very invested in school, smart kids. They're all yeah. really interested to meet Harold because he works as a financial advisor, whatever he does. <laughs> and they think it's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I forgot his name. The, the, uh, the kid who's really excited about yeah he's like bobby so, lee bobby lee yeah bobby yeah. lee thank you yeah he like he's raising his hand yeah. asking all these questions to harold <laughs> it's a very funny scene because yeah. bobby lee is just insane yeah he's a crazy person in he real is life. a crazy person he's oh, funny but he's crazy yeah so um harold and kumar run from a cop that catches them smoking weed in a stairwell so they run to the girl's bathroom and they hide. Hide. Hide from the cop. They're like, he's not going to come in here. <laughs> the two girls that they were talking, that Harold was talking to, or Kumar was talking to earlier, show up. They had Mexican food, so their tummies are upset. So so cheap. <laughs> this is the worst joke in the movie. Yeah, this is the movie. This is the part I'm like, oh, this is dumb, like, yeah. high school movie. But I remember my mom thinking that this scene was the funniest thing it in the world. probably appeals to, yeah, certain people. I don't know. Man. It's I like know. 2004, man. Scatological humor. Our brains as the human species were not, you know, yeah. on the level they are now. Too, yeah. Too smart. Too it's, smart. Now. I mean, as a kid, I would have died yeah. laughing if I had watched this. I would have thought it was genius. Fart noises? Yeah. Yeah. Especially by girls. Yeah. Like, taboo. That, that Talk about taboo. Ha- that doesn't man. happen, man. <laughs> girls don't fart. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. So they're, they're trapped in the middle stall. This one girl's like, She's like, I, I want to go to that party, like go yeah. to that room and smoke. I want to smoke with that dirty Indian guy. Is what she says. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, there's very a lot of racial uh, humor and points in this movie, but um, yeah, one of them has to use the bathroom. Yeah, and then and, and, uh, that's funny enough. And then the second one's like, you know what? I need to take a dump too. <laughs> yeah. And then they're playing what they call quote unquote battleships. Yeah, that's what they call like it. Battleship, but. Battle. Thank you for explaining. And right. some people don't. Some people don't know what battleship is. People don't know what battleship is. Yeah, Are you it, kidding me? It exists. People don't know. How sheltered would you? Kids have in their be? iPads and their games and their. But then there was that great movie in 2007 <laughs> with Riggins, which people were probably like had no idea that it was based on a board game. <laughs> yeah. Good. God, I would. I would not want the board game's reputation to be sullied by that movie. Yeah. But anyway, as we mentioned before, all these sounds were recorded in a truck stop. So you can only imagine what these sound like. Yeah. And the girls do a good job of their uh, facial expressions. Like it really lines they up sell it. with the audio. They sell it. <laughs> they definitely sell it. And Harold and Kumar are gagging and like terrified. Every time yeah. a fart happens, they like they like freak out. And, and they run away. Yeah, they can't handle it and they leave. So uh, they run by the drug dealer that they met earlier, and uh, he gets busted by the cops. So they run into him, and he falls down, and they see his weed. So he gets busted. Yeah. Kumar gets out of the... Uh, actually, they go by, and they actually see that all the Asians are partying, and they have a really big Crazy party Crazy party. It's like drugs and Like booze. out in the middle of this building. And really it's funny, because yeah, like, earlier, there, there are these nerdy kids sitting around in a, a group talking about finance, and, and yeah. Kumar's like, the party's going to be so lame, we can't go, we got to go. Yeah, and then they walk by, and Kumar's like, "You're an idiot for not wanting to go to this party." And Harold's like, well, "You didn't want to go to this party." And yeah, so <laughs> Bobby Lee's shirtless, shirtless, and, and yeah, like, and he gets girls to flash him. Yeah, yeah, yep. So um, Kumar, they're 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 driving Harold and Kumar now on the road again, uh, and then they get out of the car to pee. 
And this is one of the funniest scenes. This is one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> so Kumar gets out and he goes to these bushes and yeah. he's peeing. And yeah. it's just like it's a a shot where he's in the left of the frame and you can tell there's a little bit in the right of the frame. So you're like something is probably going to pop up here. And I'd totally forgotten about this scene. And all of a sudden, Jamie Kennedy just walks into the scene, and his face With is the totally blank, anxious face. Like, yeah. it's blank, but he's got really big eyes, and he's looking off into the distance. He's somewhere. on something. He's he's just staring out into the distance, and they're like out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And and Kumar is just like, because <laughs> uh, Jamie Kennedy gets right next to him, right next to him, and is peeing. Yeah. Doesn't really look at him, and it it's just this weird humor. Yeah, this random guy peeing. And Kumar's like, uh, did, did you, why are you, did you have to come stand right next to me? And then Jamie Kennedy's like, makes comments about like, do you own this bush? Yeah. Like, are you the like, bu- this your bush? Is this your bush? Is this your bush? Yeah. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very funny. I, I don't know. I just, I love that scene. I, and, I, and, and then it's over. Like he, yeah. he, he, they have a short conversation. Jamie Kennedy says he has nice pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Kumar wraps it up and, and he's like, okay, I'm going to go. And then yeah. it's over. And then yeah. that's all they Jamie t- Kennedy yeah. never comes back no. in this movie. Uh, and I love it. I think yeah. that is so funny. Yeah. And it starts to get more and more weird. Yes. Because the humor before was kind of, it was realistic in the way that it was handled. But as the movie goes on, things just get more and more bizarre, which is, I think, part of its charm. Yeah. And I, and I do think they, they're assuming you're going to be like high when you watch it. Probably. Yeah. I was high on life. Yeah. I mean, I dare, dare to stand against drugs, right? Yeah. <laughs> dare, dare to. Dare. Yeah. That's a fifth grade dare. callback. Fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. That was a class we had to take. We had to take a dare class. Wow. It was one of our periods. Was dare. dare to resist drugs and violence, I think, is like their slogan. Is that, oh, okay. D-A-R-E, though. I don't know what that stands for. Do all regular What's another word for drugs that starts with the E? Ecstasy. Not excrements. Ecstasy. Uh, ecstasy. That's one type of drug. I don't know. Do all regular ecstasy. I was in high on life in high school. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah. It's a club. High on life? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, it's like an anti... Sounds so lame. That's incredibly nerdy of Super you. Super spare, say. <laughs> as, uh, as I've been saying. But uh, it's like a... I don't know. It's like a service. It yeah. looks good on your resume. Okay. Whatever. You keep it on there still? No, not now, but when I was trying to get in college, you know? Yeah. So in the next scene, uh, a raccoon gets in their car while Kumar is peeing. Yeah. And it's this clearly, it's like a puppet. Somebody's yeah. controlling it from behind Bad them. puppet, but it's funny. As they're driving, uh, the, the raccoon like pops up in a jump scare moment. Yeah. It was very scary. Like they play the shriek and then it just kind of pops up between Kumar's legs. The, the car goes crazy and gets run off the road and they throw this uh, raccoon out. So there's a lot of uh, turmoil it, there. It also like vomits blood all over uh, Harold. Yeah, that was really gross. <laughs> he, he tries to bite his neck. Yeah. And it like coughs up a bunch of blood on him. And mm-hmm. yeah, gross. Another very odd moment. But they almost run into this other car, but they find out it's just their friends from the apartment back home. Yes. And they're on their own journey to go get hot dogs. Hot dogs. <laughs> so it's just funny that their lives kind of intersect in this moment. And there's a weird joke um, about the Holocaust. It was like, I do not remember. I mean, it was funny, but it was just like so weird and like such a deep cut of a joke. Um, they meet, they see their friends and they're like, Kumar is like, oh, bro. And he goes, how, how are Katie Holmes, Holmes's boobs? Yeah. And Bernard the Elf oh, says, yeah. he goes, you know the Holocaust? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And he's like, it was the exact opposite of that. <laughs> Which is like... <laughs> It's. I mean, the the 
the exact opposite of that is pure joy. So yeah, yeah. Like, so, I mean, I understand the joke, but like, <laughs> I don't know if that would fly in our political climate uh, today. We, I people, feel like in this kind of movie, it could. Yeah, um, but it, I thought it was funny. It was just like such a weird way to to say that she had nice boobs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So uh, they they stop by a hospital to check out to see if Harold has rabies because he's just convinced that he has rabies. Yeah, and Kumar's dad and brother are there, so they are both attending physicians. They are both doctors in this hospital, and they are disappointed in him. His dad is like, "I got you that interview for med school, and you went and you messed it up, and this is your last chance. You better go tomorrow." And uh, Kumar is like, "You know what? You're right." And then they just kind of part ways. <laughs> they hug him. <laughs> yeah, and then Harold's like, "Are you really going to go to your interview, man?" And yeah. Kumar's like, "No, <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> of course not. I had to go hug him to get this." And he pulls out two. Uh like ID cards yeah. to get through the hospital because medical marijuana. Medical marijuana dispensary. He's always trying to get his weed. That's all he cares about at this moment. But as they are on their way to get said weed, they are pulled into a room for surgery by Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Who just kind of pops up and he was popular at this point. He was huge at this point. Yeah. Because so, Van, Van Wilder, yeah. all, all this type of college, all these college movies, he was... Just friends. He was doing well. Very, very interesting that he was in that just it was like a sweet little cameo, probably he, the biggest star in the movie at the time. He basically was like Van Wilder in this scene. Yeah. Like just that Ryan Reynolds humor. Um mm-hmm. yeah. But so it, it's really funny because they get in the room for surgery and Harold's freaking out because he has like no idea what to do in a medical situation. But Kumar is obviously kind of cool about all this stuff since he's going to med school or is thinking about going to med school. And he's acting as the surgeon. So he's about to commit yeah. surgery on this person and he asks, he's like, all right, I need some marijuana to sedate this guy. <laughs> and this guy has like bullet wounds in his chest yeah, or he's, something. he's bleeding out. And Ryan, everything stops and Ryan Reynolds, like, he like pulls his little mask aside <laughs> and he goes, but why? But why? <laughs> it's <laughs> a goes, famous meme now. Yeah. And he goes, just do it. Just do it. And he's like, okay, okay. Well, he's like, sir, we don't have medical oh, marijuana that's true, yeah. here. Um, and then he's like, he's bleeding out, sir. And blood like <laughs> shoots out of his chest. And then he like performs his quick surgery yeah. and Ryan Reynolds is... um turned on by it it's very it's very strange <laughs> he's like that was incredible doctor so sexy yeah and like keeps whispering these it's very ryan reynolds yeah um he says like meow mm-hmm. and they're like what what'd you say it's like a weird <laughs> another weird humor moment and then yeah. uh he's like nothing nothing something 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 and he goes hush now hush yeah and like touches his lips and very, stuff. very ryan reynolds very, ryan very reynolds. funny scene though but he he does complete that surgery and does it in like record time he's just pulling bullets out right and then and he left. asks the man for directions to white castle yeah <laughs> like, do you know where the white castle is in sherry <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that was a great scene so they're on the road again and they see harold's crush out in the middle of jersey at 1 a.m alone Mm. kind of a weird serendipitous moment they do see a lot of people even though they've gone like 50 miles why are point. all these people going yeah. out to jersey i don't know <laughs> but she's there seeing Good a point she's there seeing a 16 candles um oh yeah movie so maybe it's not 1 a.m at this point maybe they said like, it was 1 a.m oh. because because kumar says what are the odds that your girlfriend's gonna be out there at 1 a.m oh, okay seeing 16 candles which i guess they're poking fun at it right they're like, look how weird this is that we're both here in this moment. But Harold gets all flustered and is like, no. So he like presses on the gas pedal with his hand and takes control oh, of the yeah. wheel and they zoom off um, and they wreck the car. So they wreck the car and it's totaled and they get picked up by this nasty guy just like totally covered in boils. And uh, I think his name is Sideshow, right? Sideshow. That is his name. Is it Sideshow? It is Sideshow. 
Freak Show. Freak Show. Played Sorry. by uh, Christopher Maloney. Yes. Who is in a lot of crime CSI type shows. And, and Wet Hot movies. American Summer. Wet Hot American Summer. As the chef. Yeah. But you wouldn't recognize him because he's covered in boils right. and they, you know, they put a bald Big cap over him. And, yeah, yeah, gross body. Yeah. Very disgusting. But it's all to make this one joke. <laughs> they take this 10 minute detour off from the movie to make this one joke where... He's going to fix their car, but they think he might be a serial killer. Yeah, they're freaked out by him. Because he's gross, and he has boils, and <laughs> he's very nice, but he has, like, crust in his ears, so he can't hear them. And so they get to his house, and he's like, why don't you guys just make yourself at home? You can go in there, and blah, 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 have sex with my wife, drink some whatever. <laughs> and they're like, what? And so they just walk by, and like, did he say we could have did, sex did with his wife? Did he say we could have sex with his wife? It's very, it's funny. Yeah. It's confusing and funny. And then they're like, well, <laughs> imagine what his wife looks like. Yeah. She's probably ugly and they get in there and it's a very pretty blonde woman menacingly Malin. playing the organ which is also very funny yeah malin ackerman yeah uh she was in watchmen she's very pretty yeah she's very pretty but they find out that this there may be kind of a polyamorous couple and they're opening like the woman is going to have sex with both of them to be accommodating or something it's very strange it's it's funny because they're they're like they see her and they're like wow she's so hot and then they're she's just talking to them and she's like so are you guys gonna blank blank me now or what and it, it's just shock value like used to throw you off and it's very funny yeah yeah it's pretty funny i, I don't think it's necessary in the movie yeah but it's a it's a relatively funny and scene she has a certain stipulation to them doing that we, we're not going to go into that but yeah. uh anyway yeah needless to say <laughs> they're about to get involved in some physical activity with her and freak show walks back in yeah it's like <laughs> what are like, you guys what are you doing? guys doing and they're like wait you said we could you could do this He's like, I didn't say that. <laughs> and I like, guess you did. And he's like, really? I, are you sure? And they're like, yeah. And he goes, all right. And it's like totally fine. Yeah. But then he wants to. Yeah. He's like, well, I guess we can all get involved. Yeah. And he undoes his shirt. And he, all he's wearing is like some white underwear. And yeah. they're like, ah. And they so run they away. run away. Yeah. And just it, another weird cast of characters. Yeah. And I guess the scene was only to fix their car. I don't, I don't know. Uh, good point. I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. I, I thought it was one of the lamer jokes, but it still made me laugh. Yeah, a I didn't bit. even think about their car, but you're yeah. that's right. I just thought it was just another quirky. Yeah. Yeah. The car is fixed, uh, and they're driving, and they see somebody flagging them down the side of the road. And who is it but Neil Patrick Harris? Neil Patrick Harris. Obviously on cocaine. V- yeah. He's just like bugged out of his He's mind. All pale. His eyes are all red. Yeah. He, yeah. Looked, he looked. He looked good. He looked the part. Yeah, and he he wants them to go. Where does he want them to go? To the strip club. A strip club. He wants them to go to a strip club. Uh, he might be on ecstasy actually because he licks the seat. He's like he's always touching. <laughs> I don't stuff. know. He's super high. He's been partying. Yeah. But they do it because at this time in history, as we were talking about earlier, NPH was not viewed. He wasn't a superstar. No. He had done Doogie Howser, and like all. that was it. And he was older, and so at this point, it was just it would have been like, whoa, that's Neil Patrick Harris, that's yeah. Doogie Howser. <laughs> but um, still, it's like, whoa, that's Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, <laughs> what well, a weird but he's part. so funny now, and he does so much more work. But yeah. um, so yeah, he's really, really abrasive and dirty, and he wants to just get women and yeah, do drugs and stuff. So. Yeah. Um. So they stop to ask for directions because they're kind of lost at this point. And there are these characters that have been showing up throughout the movie. These meatheads that are "quote unquote" extreme. The extreme is what they always boys. Say. Yeah, everything's extreme. They they drive in a jeep together. They all wear like beanies and baggy clothes and wife beaters. They do extreme stuff. They do extreme stuff. Um, they stop in this gas station. These guys are absolutely ruining this gas station. And every they're both thinking about confronting them because they hate these guys, but obviously they're still too weak to do it. 
So they let them pick on this Indian guy and ruin his uh, his shop, but they get the directions and they go back out and NPH steals their car. Yeah. <laughs> so he just drives away. off <laughs> yeah. and they go outside. <laughs> so you think pretty much all is lost at this point. Like these guys are just screwed in the middle of nowhere in Jersey. So they're going to walk <laughs> to wherever they need to go. And this is actually one of the funnier scenes yeah. and actually very poignant uh, because in 2004, I don't think a lot of this stuff was happening, but they make a point of it in this Definitely. movie. Definitely. But, I mean, at least in the public eye, but they're going to walk across this street and there's a red light and it's 2 a.m. So <laughs> yeah. there's no cars. No cars. But they're, they're waiting for the walk sign to appear. Yeah. Well, Harold is. Harold and Kumar's is. like, why are we waiting? There's nobody around. We can cross <laughs> yeah. the street right now. And Harold's like, if we cross, I don't know. I just have something against it. And Kumar's like, let's just he, go. He says he doesn't like to break the law. Doesn't like to break the law. And Kumar's like, let's just go. So they take one step and immediately a cop car pulls up out of nowhere. It's very funny. And he gets out and he's obviously a douchebag. He's racist. He's making fun of both of them for being minorities. You ever heard of jaywalking? They're like, what do we do? He's like, you ever heard of jaywalking? It's like 2 a.m. Yeah. 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 Uh, but he, he doesn't, he like, how do you spell your name, Kumar? Were there yeah. like five L's and two R's or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then they, like, he, like, forcibly takes them down. Like, it's, he says, I'll shoot you. Yeah. Which is, like, commentary that would really jive today with what's going on. But at the time, I don't think it was really in the public eye as no, much. Like, no. I'm sure stuff like that was happening. But I thought it was pretty insightful to make that kind of commentary in this movie at the oh, time. Oh, it was definitely happening, but yeah. we didn't know about it, right? We didn't have dashboard cams or or like body we did probably did, but body cams. There wasn't like Twitter wasn't around, Facebook yeah. was brand new. Yeah, I mean this stuff didn't really it wasn't known about. Mm -hmm. So Harold and Kumar, not all funny. Some political and uh societal commentary even though the scene that. is very funny when it happens but it yeah. is it is a commentary on it yeah definitely and there's even more commentary in the next scene yeah so they go to the police station they get locked in the cell or at least uh harold just does kumar isn't in jail at this point um and he's in the jail with this black guy who is this like he's jailed for civil disobedience or something he's like a protester um, and it's a very funny comedian. I can't remember his name, but he's in a lot of stuff. It does it's a great scene. It's very yeah. it's funny. But he just he basically says like I got thrown in here for doing nothing, and that's just a continuation of the commentary. Yeah, it's well he was he was leaving a Barnes and Noble. Yeah, <laughs> and he got arrested, yeah. <laughs> and that's why he got because he yeah. was a black guy. Yeah, and uh, he was like I was just leaving a Barnes and Noble, but he's very calm. Yeah, uh, very well spoken. He, yeah, he, very well spoken, uh, and it's very wise like moment of the movie where this black guy says I got brought in here for absolutely no reason because I'm black but he gives this great commentary on how to how to not get riled up when idiots are are messing messing with you and mm -hmm. anyway it's an interesting little so there's some heart yeah poignant some heart scene. in this movie but anyway somebody calls in and says there's a shooting uh, and all the cops and me like I'm going I'm going because they want to see action and shoot yeah. somebody <laughs> the cops are total idiots in this movie yes yeah. so they leave um, and so there's like nobody in, in the police station at this point except for Harold and the guy who's in the jail cell with him and then you hear some stuff in the air vent and it's Kumar breaking in to get them out and they have a little discourse uh, Kumar is going to break Harold out but Harold's like you know what just leave me I don't I don't want to deal with you anymore but he smells a bag of weed <laughs> yeah so it's actually the the drug dealer from earlier it's his bag of weed the big one that he yep. had in his backpack and he breaks through the ceiling and falls and just goes and gets the bag of weed and then there's this montage scene <laughs> of him going through a complete relationship oh, with this bag of weed so funny that is personified as this human woman kind it, of it's a um, giant 
bag of weed costume. Yeah, costume. Basically. Yeah. It's very funny. They go through their life where they get married and then <laughs> it, the marriage breaks down. Yeah. And he hits her, like hits the coffee out of her hand and she's crying and she's he's consoling crying, her. Yeah. She has like a pink robe on. Yeah. yeah. It's like just so absurd. It's, but I think that's one of the funniest moments it, yeah, in the movie. He makes love to it. Yeah. It cuts to him saying that she's... Um, he's like, can't even make coffee, you whore. Yeah. <laughs> it's very abrasive. <laughs> Learn how to make coffee. Yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. And, and she cries, or it cries. Yeah. And I don't remember how it ends, but... um, It just, it ends He's there. just like happy to he's have... He's like, no, baby, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, baby, out. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so he just, he's so obsessed with his bag that he has this whole vision. Mm-hmm. In that moment, the cops realize that it was a false, you know, false positive. So they come back. They're all coming in. <laughs> But they do have somebody oh, with yeah. them. It's another black guy in pajamas. <laughs> so he was sleeping and they just pull him out of bed because they just oh. found the first black guy they could. Amazing. They don't even see Kumar with the bag of weed. And all they see is that there are some keys in the jail cell when yeah. Kumar was going to get him out but smells the bag of weed. And they don't see Harold. And they're like, the black guy's trying to get out. Yeah, even though the door is like closed, I uh-huh. think, at this point, right? Yeah, it's still closed, but the keys yeah. are in it. And he's sitting down reading his book. Uh-huh. And they're like, he's trying to escape. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't see Kumar with this giant bag of weed. <laughs> so they go immediately for the black guy. Harold and Kumar get out. They get the bag of weed. They all take it out. It just, I, I think some great commentary. I thought this yeah. whole scene was very funny. Yeah. So they smoke the weed. <laughs> they see a <laughs> cheetah out in the wilderness. A cheetah appears in the forest. And they're afraid of it. But it ends up liking them because there's this thing of beef jerky that's a callback to the first scene or like one of the first scenes in the yeah, movie. Harold has some pocket, yeah. And it takes it and eats it and they smoke weed with the cheetah. Yeah. <laughs> and they get on the cheetah and they ride it. And it, it's just like, it's like, what in the world this is, is happening? This is when it takes like that crazy turn. This is when I was like, they definitely want you to be high mm-hmm. watching this movie. Yeah. But and, Harold... And you don't know if it really happened in the end, but they say... Harold gets knocked off the cheetah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a branch hits him in the face. And then it he has a dream, a really trippy dream where he goes it's like a video game. He goes to Burgerland. Yeah. And so he's bright like, and colorful. He encounters the cop he saw earlier and he uh, gets to this girl and they're making out and stuff. And she starts to lick his face and then he wakes up and Kumar is licking his face. Yeah. And he's like, "What what's happening?" And so you at this point I was like, oh, the cheetah never was like really there. They just got really high. <laughs> um, but then he's like, what happened to the cheetah? Where's the cheetah? And Kumar's like, oh, it uh, it left. Yeah. It, it, it took us in the wrong direction yeah. and it left. <laughs> so then you're like, did it happen? I don't know. I think it probably did. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, anyway, the cheetah took them the wrong way yeah. through the forest. We skipped over a very important line in the dream sequence, though. Oh, okay. uh, Harold gets a gun and shoots the cop, the yeah. crooked cop, and the cop goes. Bullets, my only weakness. <laughs> my only weakness. How did you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the greatest lines in the movie. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but yeah, the, the cheetah takes them the wrong way. Um, and then they also see NPH again. And then he like he takes their car off a ramp and just like is going crazy. He's doing this line of coke off a stripper's butt. Yeah, he drives, but no one's driving the car. <laughs> and they're all in this, they're all they're coming the up sunroof. out of the sunroof and he's he's rubbing this girl's breasts and yeah. like, he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the car's going like 80 miles an hour. <laughs> so they think all is lost at this point. They see their roommates from before eating the meal that they wanted and they're mm. so fulfilled. They, they just see them being so happy 
and they see the Asian girlfriend from before kissing on this guy now. So yeah. like, they think, man, we really need that to happen. Like those are two men that have exactly what they want mm-hmm. in the world, and I need this in my yeah. life. And, and they the, want to give up. Yeah, Harold, Harold especially. Yeah. Kumar doesn't. But Harold is like, he sees that, and that gives him the courage to move on. He's like, yeah, I do need that. I, I, I have to have that in my life. And then, so he also sees the bullies. The bullies are there now. Again, the they're boys. just with them. Yeah. The extreme guys. They're everywhere, yeah. They're everywhere. And so they have a plan to steal their car. And they steal their car and and they like they kind of punk them, right? A little bit. So they like they make fun of them for something or I don't or they just steal the car. I can't remember. They um they they mess with Harold and Kumar. Yeah. And Harold and Kumar blow them off and it a little bubble comes up and you, or you hear the, the black guy in the jail, you hear his voice and he says, there's no sense in getting all riled up when a bunch of idiots give you a hard time. The universe tends to unfold as it should. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this sage <laughs> prisoner guy. <laughs> and so, yeah, so then uh, Harold decides, let's steal, it's a Bronco. He's like, we're going to get their car. So they get in and they drive away and Kumar says, thank you, come again as they're leaving because <laughs> yeah. they said that to him earlier. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they, I guess they just that's how they troll him is they just so. steal their car. Yeah. Oh, and then they get in the car and they're like, let's play some music. It's like extreme mix. Yeah. And it's like Amy Grant and yeah, uh, Cindy really, Lauper really and cheesy. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think also like they get the car and they steal it and the main kind of henchman in this group is like, man, that's so not extreme and all yeah. of his friends are like, why didn't you stand up to them, dude? That's not extreme. Yeah. <laughs> and they all just kind of leave him and yeah. he's left alone. So uh, so they have their car now. They're going to White Castle. And then there's a cop that follows them because I guess there was some sort of warrant on that uh, cop. Well, so they've been reported because they went around to this convenience store and messed with this guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so the cops are looking for this group of ruffians who's like causing trouble at all these local stores mm-hmm. being extreme. So yeah. he thinks it's them. Yeah. And so the cop gives chase. Harold and Kumar kind of avoid him and go in the woods. They get to this cliff. And they're like, what are we going to do? We have nowhere to go. And they find out that there's a hang glider. (laughs) Because they're extreme. (laughs) They're extreme. So Harold and Kumar get on the hang glider. And they they glide and they glide. And there's a montage of them kind of looking over all of these crop circles. And they're they're like a penis or something. One of them looks like a wiener, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's (laughs) funny. They're like, whoa, look at that. (laughs) So, uh, and they finally get to White Castle. They crash. They crash, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the cop from earlier stole Harold's cash and Kumar bought the weed. So they have no cash at this point. They can't pay for it. They get there and they're like, we need 40 sliders, three Cokes, yeah. five. Three Cokes a piece, five orders of fries, yeah. like 50 sliders. And it's like $55 or something. Mm-hmm. They don't have any money. Uh, but MPH is behind them and he's obviously hung over and he's like, let me, let me take care of that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like, you, what does he say to him? He's like, you wrecked my car. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he's it's like, a dick move. Yeah, it was a dick move. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to buy your lunch right now to, to make up for it. It's yeah. just, I don't know. He's really good in this movie. Yeah. It's very funny. He, he gives them some extra cash and he's like, oh, that's for the car. Yeah. And like, <laughs> Why? He's like, I'm left some, some love stains. Left some love stains. <laughs> oh, and he goes, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, and then it's really funny. They're like, oh, thanks. He goes, where are you going now? Yeah. And he's like, wherever. Yeah, wherever the wind takes wherever the me. wind takes me, and then he and then he sort of stops and looks around. And he like walks down the hall of White Castle, and he's like looking at something on the ceiling, and then he's just gone. Yeah. it's just very funny. He's great. In it's this a funny movie. exit. Yeah. yeah, he's great in this movie. 
So they decide to eat. Oh, they get all their food and they eat it. Uh, it's great. There's a montage Such of them a eating fulfilling it. Like, moment. Yeah, triumphant music. Because I playing. wanted. This is when I really was like, oh man, that looks so good. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, so Harold confronts his boss because his boss walks in with his friend that convinced him to give the work to Harold earlier. Yeah, and been two, out all night. Yeah, two women walk in with them, and Harold has the courage finally to stand up to him. He walks over. And he basically just gets in his face and is like, I'm not doing your work anymore. If you try and blackmail me, I'm just going to tell them what happened and they'll believe me instead of you. And also, like, you have gonorrhea. And the girls that are with him are like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so he tells that guy off and his friend, there's kind of a funny exchange where Kumar is like, you, you can't say anything to me because you just can't think anything quick enough. And he's like, the guy thinks I'm not quick enough. Thinks I'm not quick yeah. enough. Oh, yeah. And he's like, well, ah, and he yeah. just kind of makes a noise and like gives him the finger. He says the same insult yeah. that Harold just said to him. It's like, you're a cock or something. I, I don't forget. It's a weird, I don't know. Oh, cock boy is what cock he calls boy, him. Cock boy. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, cock boy. He says yeah. it right back to him. Yeah. And uh, so they leave and uh, they're triumphant and they return home. Harold finally talks to Maria, but she's going to Europe. So, you know where Held and Kumar have to go. Yep. They got to go to Amsterdam. They got to go to Amsterdam. Because weed is legal in Amsterdam. And the movie's over. That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> so, did th- th- they set it up for a sequel that didn't happen? I know there's sequels, but yeah, they I didn't think go they to went Amsterdam. to Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay is the next one. Yeah. I, don't, I guess they never went to Amsterdam. Maybe they did. Um, I'm trying to look think, it up right now. I don't there's Harold. So. There's a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas, which looks hilarious. And I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, but no, I don't see anything else. Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay is the only other one I see. Yeah. All right. So maybe um, they, maybe they thought there'd be a sequel and they didn't get. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know because I think this one. Yeah, Guantanamo Bay came out four years later. Yeah. So maybe they thought they would be one sooner, but there wasn't. So that's it, Gabe. What do you think of Harold and Kumar? Um, this is a very strangely watchable movie. Mm-hmm. It just wants you to go with it. It, it like I said, it, it wants you to be high when you watch it. Um, the the whole cast of characters is very quirky, really, really enjoyable. As uh, as vulgar as the movie is, it's just, it's really funny. I, I don't, I mean, I probably won't watch it again anytime soon. But <laughs> I really, I laughed a lot, way more than I thought I would. I thought it was going to be dumb, and then it was just, it proved me wrong. Um. One reviewer talked about it. So there's a scene when they're on the cliff and they're about to hang glide. And Kumar is like trying to convince Harold to do it. He says he did it growing up, even though he never did. He <laughs> confesses that he didn't just as they're jumping off the cliff. But to he, uh, Harold is like, I'm not going to die for food. I'm not going to do this. You're an idiot. We're not going to hang glide off a cliff. Um, and he convinces him to do it. And he gives this funny speech about how their parents are immigrants and their parents worked so hard and they came here so that we could get high and we could ride around at 2 a.m. and go to White Castle. And he says, this night isn't about food. This night is about the American dream. (laughs) And one reviewer quotes that and they they say like, at one point, Kumar says that this night is about the American dream. And you know what? It kind of is. And that's that was a great review because this movie kind of, (laughs) it's not about that in any way, but it was just a cool like, great, that's the moment. Like yeah. We live in America. All of this weird, crazy stuff can go down. You can go get White Castle at 2 a.m. So I thought it was cool. Yeah. It was funny. It was meant to be silly, but it was poignant at the same time. Like, in a way, you're right. Yeah. This is the American dream. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's good. You should watch it. Uh, don't watch it with your kids, but it's mm-hmm. funny. I like it. 
Yeah, I uh, Harold and Kumar is one of those movies that I probably shouldn't like. I don't like a lot of stoner comedies. The ones that I do like do a lot of things that Harold and Kumar do. They actually make some sort of cultural statement or they have identifiable characters that their only goal in life isn't to get high or to party. They have other things going on underneath, which I think Harold and Kumar does very well. And you also have two opposites. You have Harold who is kind of the stuck up, uh, or not stuck up, but he's, you know, he's tense and he wants to do everything the right way. And you have Kumar who is completely the opposite. But as you go through the movie, they both kind of intersect and learn things that make them more rounded people. So Harold becomes more confident in himself. He uh, takes more risks. So he's a more well-rounded individual. And and we didn't say this, but Kumar goes on his interview and he tries to, he takes things more seriously now, yeah. so they're they're more. He he, he he decides he wants to go to medical school. Yeah, so they're more well-rounded people because of this experience, and so it, it it's actually like a brilliant like marketing campaign for White Castle because you see this and you're like, wow, can White Castle do the same thing for me? I <laughs> yeah. don't know. It's like who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I love White Castle, so yeah. I mean, I, I was sold on that before, but. I also think a lot of the jokes are pretty funny uh, for yeah. a stoner comedy. If you think about Dude, Where's My Car? It had that one funny joke, the Dude, Where's My Car moment, and after that, kind of goes downhill. Another one on the same level of this one, I think, is Pineapple Express because you do have, again, two very different characters, a lot of really funny moments, and, and there's a lot of really absurd moments in this movie that tend to just work. Like the yeah. Jamie Kennedy moment just, works. just I don't, works. I don't know what it is about it. I can't analyze it. It's just funny. Yeah. And I think it's partly due to the performances. I think overall across the board, everyone does a great job in this movie. Uh, from the guys, the extreme dudes who are just around yeah, to their, their, their friends from the apartment, everyone's just really solid. The cops are all very funny. Um, so yeah, I think that's why I like Harold and Kumar. It's nothing special in terms, like you're not, you're not getting like artistic vision. You're not like, it's not, it's not going to wow you like no. in terms of cinematography or soundtrack or any of that stuff. It's very basic, but overall the story just kind of makes this movie. And I, I really liked Harold and Kumar. Um, it's a guilty pleasure movie for me. I would say watch it. I think it's very funny. I think you can enjoy it even if you don't smoke weed, which I don't, uh, or do I? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't think right so. Now. But the, none of the humor that's funny is even about weed, except for yeah. that weed sequence where he dates, he loves yeah, a bag of weed. Marries the weed. But yeah, it's just a funny movie. Yeah. It's very quirky. I thought it was great. Watch it. Watch it. All right, Gabe. We are going to play our world famous game show, The Metascore Game. So if you are keeping up with the game right now, Matt has got 150 points. I have negative 150. We have to pick three movies, give their Metascore ratings, uh, and one of them has to be incorrect. It can be higher or lower by 10 points or more. Um, And our job is to guess the incorrect score. Yeah. And so Matt has been winning. I got it right last time. I was very happy. Yeah. Um, Great work. So did you. So (laughs) your 300 points ahead of me. Yeah. Um, you get 100 fine. points for a correct answer and 50 mm-hmm. 
minus 50 for an incorrect answer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I gave you the clues first last time. Why don't you give me the clues this time? I think I can do that. I went with stoner comedies. Great, because I've seen <laughs> like none. <laughs> I think you'll, you, you've probably seen these three that I picked. So the first one is Half-Baked. 16. Wow. Dude, where's my car? 14. Wow. Biodome. One point. Are you serious? Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Biodome isn't really a stoner comedy, is it? Oh, it is. Yeah. I'm thinking of um, Encino Man. Oh, Similar no. cast. I love Biodome. <laughs> um, <laughs> Another guilty pleasure. Polly Shore, right? And Polly Shore. Brendan and Fraser. No, it's um, it's one of the the Baldwin brothers. Oh, Stephen. Yeah, Brendan Fraser is Encino Man. Sorry. Goodness, I have no idea. (laughs) Um, Man, half baked. That was like the original, like a long time ago. Jamie Kennedy and uh, and uh, not Jamie Kennedy. Wasn't it Jamie Kennedy? No, no, this is like that's like pre Jamie Kennedy. Uh. Forgot, I forgot the guy's name. Biodome is a bad movie. You have 30 seconds left. Half-Baked was what? Half-Baked was 16. And Dude, Where's My Car is 14 or something? Dude, Where's My Car was 14. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh, I don't know. You have 15 Uh, seconds. uh, um, I'm going to say Half-Baked is wrong. I think it's higher. Gabe, you are incorrect. Okay, all right. Dude, where's my car? Was a thirty. Okay, man. Biodome was actually a one. I I thought you were trying to freak me out, but I was like, it's so low. It's it could be <laughs> so right. low. It has to be true. Really, it's a one. It's a one on Metascore. So it's a terrible movie. I like Biodome. <laughs> now, do you think you really? You think, that's I think nostalgia. I would still enjoy it. I don't know, man. I I still liked Harold and Kumar. But it's a totally different, cheesy, nerdy 90s movie that's like not anywhere near the same Holly style. Shore? It's just well, people going like, ugh. Oh, it was uh, Step Brother, what was that one? Or, uh, uh, yeah, um, uh, Brother in Law. Brother in Law. Yeah, that yeah. was stupid also. <laughs> All right, well, your theme is not stoner comedy. Your theme is Liam Neeson. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Curveball. Here we go Clash of the Titans, 39. Taken. 62 Schindler's List 93 Hmm Schindler's List is ominously high but it is regarded as a one of probably like the top 50 of all time so I could see it being that high what was, what was um, the first one Clash of the Titans Clash of the Titans 39 and then the second one was Taken 62 62 I think that Taken had a better critical response than that. 62. I think that... I think that the first one was pretty widely respected for an action movie, and I think those tend to be... Good ones tend to be in the 70s or low 80s. Um, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to say Taken, and I'm going to say that that is lower than its real score. You're saying that the real score is higher. Yeah. You were right that it was taken. Oh, no. 
the real score is actually a 50. Really? Yes. Dang. I, I hoped you'd take that bait because <laughs> it is, you hear good things about Taken. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's silly, but. I haven't ever seen Taken, so. It's, it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's kind of dumb. But yeah, 50 All is right. the real score for Taken. So, I got it wrong too, though. So it's, not, it's not like I like, gained any ground. Yeah, <laughs> we both lost 50. All right, um, so that means I'm back at negative 200, and that is at 100 points. (laughs) Woo, still on the positive. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to find us on the social media, you can find us at Rewind Cinema Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, You can find our website at rewindcinema.com. I will be uh, writing a blog post for the last movie and this one, so you can check it out in written form. Uh, You can also find us on Letterboxd. Yeah. You can find us at Gmail at Rewind Cinema Podcast. We have so many ways to be so contacted. So many ways for you to reach out. Don't forget the voicemail. Don't Give forget the voicemail. Let the us hear your sweet voice. F- the phone number for that is 708 or 908-768-2636. Give us a call. We'll put you on the air. If you like the music, Gabe, where can they find this music? Naturalanthem.net. Yep. And um, I'm not... Um, what are we talking about next week? Oh, so Isn't it yeah. Shaun of the Dead? Next week. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead is um, September. Not not uh, literally this year, but it came out in September of 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, we move to August of 2004. Well, we review Anaconda's <laughs> oh. The Hunt for the Blood Orchid. Take us up river. 50 grand's my price. When can you take us? When can I see the money? Oh man, is that alright? Yeah, she may be ugly, but she puts out. We're looking for the blood orchid. It holds the key to the fountain of youth, and it will make us rich. Billionaires. Yeah, yeah, yeah baby. Where have you been? Huh? We got less than a week to get to that orchid. <laughs> we don't tell the river which way to go. She tells us. We got problems. Everybody, hang on! Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited to watch Anaconda's. Oh, no. Because that movie, Anaconda was a big deal when it came out. Mm-hmm. It was like Jaws. It wasn't as big, but it was like, oh, Big Snake and but this John is, Voight. This is the second one. <laughs> yeah, well, the first one's horrible. It's a, The first one is terrible. Yeah. And this one's going to be even worse. worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I look forward to that. Yeah. Um, cool. All right, well, until next time. Watch more, more movies. Because I thought you were saying add. No. At.
他的爸进进进，噗噗。What what what is happening? I don't know, man. We're some weird energy right now. <laughs>